Welcome to Stockings First, the Tottenham Hotspur football podcast that isn't just about football. That was a mouthful. My name is Patty, and I'm joined by Acid and Toby. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, Patty. Guys, football is back. <laughs> it is. Yes. We actually have football to talk about this week. <laughs> You're right. We do have football to talk about this week. Thank you for joining us on our 20th episode. It's a bit crazy Woo-hoo. that... Yeah, we, we finally have something Woo-hoo. to watch in between the RuPaul marathons. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> there's actually a lot that's going on. So apart from talking about football, because wow, there's actually football to t- discuss. We'll also be covering just all the content on socials. We've got interviews with Sunny. We've got guns on parade. And we've just got lots of Father's Day posts because I guess we missed it. Happy Father's Day related to all the fathers that listen to this. So happy to be back and actually have more than social media to discuss. Toby, Asset, how are you feeling? Yeah, feeling, <laughs> feeling pretty positive. I mean, it's like overall, I guess it's we're in a kind of limbo, I suppose, at the moment. Everybody is because... Thing, lockdowns ending and all that and things are kind of gaining a semblance of normality but I think everybody still has a, a sense that we got to be careful at the moment Leicester I think is a, being a bit of a hot spot at the moment and that's going to affect uh, their game I think they have contingency plans for where to play that so I think while we are getting football back and that kind of thing I think everybody's still aware that it's it's quite a precarious situation so but we're happy to have Tottenham playing again agreed I guess just to get it out of the way, congrats, Liverpool, question mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not even in our outline, but I realized, I mean, we are talking about the Premier League. Should we acknowledge it? <laughs> yeah, the elephant in the room. I guess. Why not? Congrats, right. Liverpool. Uh, I mean, what can you say? I, but at the same time, I think the best team in the Premier League right now is Man City. So... Uh, let's, but I mean, that, that's, that's just me being a hater. They, they won and they deserved it. And yeah, congratulations to them. And the long drought, that must feel good. Yep. Yeah. All right. We've spent 30 seconds on it. We can move on. Okay. That's probably not All great. Right. Now, now back to us. <laughs> now back to Spurs. But yeah, this, uh, happy to report that we actually have games to discuss. So Kumbaya, Master Toby, please. We would love to hear your thoughts and feelings as we all, well, I woke up at like 3 a.m. twice to catch Tottenham, of course, Spurs versus Manchester United. We have a scoreline of one all, unfortunately. We, they got it in there at the last minute. And then, of course, we have Tottenham and West Ham, where we uh, beat those motherfuckers 2-0 um, with a um, oh, okay. an, an <laughs> own goal at the 64th minute. And, and of course, Harry Kane's wonderful 82-minute goal. Feelings, thoughts, isn't it great to be back? Yes, it is. And I just want to take this moment to brag <laughs> that at least for one of these games, we were on the fan video wall. Woo! So to the, I don't know, 20 people who might have been sitting in the stands at the stadium, if you had looked up at some point during the Tottenham West Ham game, you might have seen the three of us screen within a screen. Within a screen. Cheering for our team within a screen. <laughs> three screens. Yeah. yeah, no, that was exciting. You want to discuss the West Ham game first since, you know... We won, and we were there, technically. (laughs) (laughs) We were there, technically. Yeah, I mean, that was a really solid game, I think. It's one I don't think we ever looked like we were not going to get three points from, really. It it had a sort of inevitability about it. And I think it's it's amazing to see Stevie and Mora and Son and Harry... I mean, so many attacking players. I mean, it's like Man City with the number of people who can score on the pitch. So 
just having that many dimensions on the attack is super valuable. And it seems like in the menu game, it gave Sun a slightly different role. He was, he put, as they say, put in a really good shift in the midfield. He had some really uh, important defensive work uh, just in front of Ben Davis. So that was, that was really impressive to see some brilliant attacking football. And yeah, it was, it was a pleasure to watch. Isn't it crazy? Because I thought that the first goal was like a Mora goal, which happened to be apparently an own goal. And then right after we get, because we were, we were quote unquote in the stands and, but we were had like a two second delay or so, or two minutes, two minutes for you guys. I think five minutes for me, yeah. uh, we would see the reactions from the fans. I was like, okay, something's happening. Something's, something's coming up and we just sustain our cheers. But obviously the sunny offside VAR decision was a blow. I don't know. I was just like, what is up VAR? We've gone on and off with VNR, love, hate more hate than love and yeah that was shitty uh more hate than love especially for this one it was so exciting to see that first goal it was like oh my god yes we're in the lead what a great way to start the game and then uh you see the var logo come up and you're like ah this is too good to be true yeah it was so frustrating to see that he was offside by like a callus <laughs> or something. Oh, you know those yeah. the the like the dead skin buildup you get on your outer the outermost toe. It was like it was like that. It was negligible. It was like you know, guys, if you're offside by that much, exfoliate. Yeah, but I think I don't think I don't think Sunny would even have a callus. I think his baby soft right. skin would never. So I think <laughs> I I contest the VAR decision if it was by a callus because Sunny would never have a callus. Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Right. Yeah. I, I don't mean to imply yeah, that not Sunny on has Sunny. dead skin buildup. <laughs> never. How dare we? I know, but but Toby, goal from Kane though at the 82nd minute. Were we all just waiting for Harry to bring it home for us because when Yeah, abs- yeah, absolutely and he had had that chance and I think the announcer was quite right saying if he was in you know, peak midseason form, he would have buried that. But he he, he always finds it in, in the end. And it was a really nice goal because Lamella had won it deep, deep in our own half. And I always love when he comes on, he brings such energy and he's looking really skillful. I think, you know, over the next few games, he's really going to play, you know, in, in his top form. So I'm excited to see that. But yeah, and he played it quickly on to Sun and then Sun had a great through ball into masses of space. So yeah, it was, it was, a sign of how confident I think they can be going forward. Yeah, there was a like a tweet that kind of reinforced that Harry Kane just finds a way to, to bring it. Um, I think there's a tweet from Optijo which was quoted by Men in Blazers saying that Harry Kane, few human beings have been written off, discounted, derided more times, and retorted by keeping on, keeping on. 137 league goals now. Safe to say he scores when he wants. Suck it, haters. So I think in the same number, I think it was something like 200, in 200 games, he's scored 137 goals. Yep. There's only one other player who has scored more, Sergio Aguero, and his number is 138. Yep, wow. yep, exactly. So he's up there. It's like That's yeah. insane, isn't it? Kane does score when he wants, and I can't believe he has haters. Honestly, who the hell are these stupid people? Ugh. Yeah, get on board, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. The Harry Kane train. <laughs> exactly. Get yeah. on the Harry Kane train. I'm the conductor. Choo choo. But yeah, I guess just <laughs> going, getting into no. So West Ham game was amazing. I think we are just like when Harry laid down on the pitch after his celebration. A celebration. I'm just like, I feel you. I am so tired. It's 5 a.m. I want to sleep, but you know what? We got it. So 
All good. Nice. We did yeah. job done. Got yeah, job. an excellent three points. Really, really nice way to, to continue this restart. I mean, the menu one, what can we say about Pogba falling over? I mean, we Ugh. don't know if it's an inner ear problem or what, but Ugh. he just lost his balance again. That and... was softer than freshly baked pandesal. Oh, <laughs> I want pandesal. Uh, yeah, now I want yeah. pandesal. Yeah, thanks pandesal. for making everybody hungry. <laughs> yeah, so no... But, yeah. but bottom line, it yeah. was soft. It was. I mean, to me, it's pretty clear. Like, he's already kind of hanging up his leg and going into die position. I mean, Dyer like is giving him a bit of 50-50 on the ball maybe he's slightly behind him but to me Pogba just goes down way too easily and Acid found a st- statistic a little bit later that they they've scored the most goals from penalties so i mean it's a bit sad that that's seems to be part of their strategy maybe it's clearly it is. i think it was 17 goals this season from penalties yeah. are you serious yeah, let me let me find the Op- tweet that backs that up. Up the genie, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. You should just start that account. Optacid. I guess I just wanted to call out Bergwijn, who did bring us our our goal yes. from that. Like, what a goal! He just yeah, got in really there. Nice. Twenty-seven minutes. Yeah. Got it done. Roy Keane nearly had a you know. A, <laughs> A rage. Well, he did have a rage at halftime and just laid into De Gea. I mean, it is probably a save. I'm sorry. Probably is a save he should make. But I mean, Bergvine hit it really hard. So I mean, it was. He an, did. And the run was beautiful, just weaving in and out of the players. So to have him and Mora next to each other, both with that kind of threat of taking a uh, you know a few cuts and then having a rip at goal, like that's really really nice asset to have. No, the- yeah, uh, Roy Keane's rage was so intense. And hilarious. He was saying things like how insulting it was that he didn't save it. And if he were the Man U manager, he wouldn't let him ride the bus home with him. Which is so funny. It's so intensely petty. The two other commentators in the (laughs) studio were just like sat frozen. Like, I think you spent the whole like link just railing on yeah it was like a non-stop rage monologue and like the other two hosts seemed stunned it seemed like <laughs> the energy in the studio was really awkward yeah. because of it i mean i see so passionate but yeah i think i mean it's tough on day hey he probably should be saving it but doesn't take away anything from you know bergwine's great shot so yeah exactly i just wanted to focus on stevie to get home for us and yeah yeah and then he had the, uh yeah Westbrook fun as well had that brilliant cross to Sun which forced the great save from De Gea with a really nice effort by Sun on a on a good good header and then of course Hugo had a massive save as well yes um, I'm not sure if it was I think it was Pogba's shot but brilliant brilliant reaction save so that was exciting honestly I think at least based on the two games that I've seen, we've seen. How are you guys feeling about what's coming up for us? Which we have, I mean, in the next two weeks, we've got Sheffield away, Everton at home, Bournemouth away, and then, 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 Arsenal at home. How are we it's, feeling? Uh, I'm kind of relieved that we don't have any of the, like, big scary <laughs> teams to face anymore. So I'm, I'm kind of relieved about that. I was looking at the, the lineups. This, if this is too subtle, this is some shade being thrown. <laughs> but looking at the last few games, and it's like, okay, I think, I think we can safely manage this. There are no big threats or, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I caught a couple of the Sheffield matches. They always, I think, play really nice football, really attractive football. So 
They, you said they were away, did you? Yes, they are away. Yeah, yeah, I mean that. That I mean, we'll definitely have to bring our game into that one. It'll, you know, we'll have to put put the work in to get three points, but because they're a good side. But as for the rest, I think it's we're pretty lucky with a pretty manageable schedule, and we've had some other results go our way. Like I mean, Arsenal really, really struggling at the moment. Like I mean, and I I would never celebrate a player's injury because they've you know they've been getting really unlucky on that front as well. But I don't hate seeing them lose a couple times as well. That's that's quite nice. Yeah, you know that they're having a difficult time when, like, as a Spurs fan, where you auto-hate on Arsenal, you start to genuinely feel a bit bad for them. Like, watching the last few games has been like, whoa, oh my god. Oof. Ooh, we we really all, are we, in trouble. We felt sympathy for David Luiz. Like, that's <laughs> how bad they are right now. Like, he had, apparently he's had to take a big pay cut in his contract. Like, he just had one of the worst own goals I've seen from a defender. So. Uh, and then he, yeah, and then I think he was sent off, wasn't he? He got a red card. So he he's did. just a shocking, shocking restart for him. In my team, there's one man new, there's one Arsenal, then there's me. So we were all just discussing our fates. And the other one was like, I don't even know why I like Arsenal anymore. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like oh my gosh he is uh not feeling good um oh, about no. life so yeah but hey let's focus on yeah, us I, I don't know if it's cool to quote this but so migs is an arsenal fan <laughs> right and That's in right. the family chat he actually uh migs cancer survivor yeah good job. he actually said that he would rather go through another round of radiation therapy than continue to watch arsenal lose oh week after week <laughs> Oh man, we need to oh take him. God. We need to bring him on the show during the we Arsenal game. We need to game. bring him on the show. Yeah. I think just to discuss it. Okay, let's, let's figure I mean, that out. I they're still in the FA Cup. That's Maybe true. he'll get something. But I mean, they're playing Man City. It's like why, you know, oh, why man. even bother? Anyway. It's gonna be a train wreck. Hey, I mean, yeah, you never know. You never know. But yeah. I guess so. So things we've ticked off our list. We've congratulated Liverpool. We've commiserated with Arsenal. What is happening to the world? I guess uh, this is what yeah. COVID brings. But thanks. Yeah. Any last words, guys, on future games, well, past games? To round up the, the rival watch, I guess. I mean, Chelsea <laughs> is unfortunately looking pretty good. Mm. Um, I'd say they're probably likely to beat. Uh, I think they're playing Man U in the semifinal of the FA Cup. So I'm predicting a Chelsea-Man City final for that. So, yeah, they're going to be good. They've signed Timo Werner as well from Red Red Bull, so that's a good acquisition. He's a brilliant goal we scorer. We like him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a good player. I mean, and playing alongside Pulisic, who's getting better and better, and this young Scottish guy, Billy Gilmore, who's also an excellent player. They're going to be a contender next year, for sure. I mean, I guess there's the rival watch, but hey, come on, you Spurs. Clearly, we've, uh, got, we've got our work cut out for us. A couple more games of the season. Let's end on a high note. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And on a high note, and I think they're going to have to open the pocketbook, I think, if if we want to compete next year, because Liverpool is going to be hungry. Man City is going to be hungry. Chelsea is going to be hungry. We're going to have a lot of work to do. So, right. um, But it's good to have all our attacking players back. I think Mourinho needs to unleash them a bit and maybe not try and defend one nil leads quite so heavily. Unleash the Kraken. All right. Daniel exactly. Levy, you, you heard Toby. Uh, please listen to our, <laughs> uh, our Kumbaya master. He knows what he's talking about. And you got your work to do. Open up those pockets. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Toby, for joining us again this week. My pleasure. It's great to be back. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers. 
All right, now we've come to the part of the show that we know everyone is here for. <laughs> it's the social media roundup. Lots of stuff to cover in this section. We have our very own Mauricio Minute. He may have left, but the minute remains. <laughs> so we're going to give you guys some really important updates on his life now. And we're also going to name the baby of the week. First up, we have new games, new looks. So everyone kind of arrived at the restart with an all-new look, which all looks like, or mostly looks like, they're on purpose. I don't think anyone really emerged from lockdown looking like they came from lockdown. First up, which we noticed in the, the game against Man U, we noticed Sunny had a tan, and we're wondering, this probably came from his military service, being out in the sun a lot. So he looks quite healthy and glowy. It looks really good on him, honestly. Who knew? I mean, Sunny and his like milky, like smooth skin has always been like his defining feature. But you do know that when he he loves doing the lifting of the shorts when they play in the sun, so you know he's conscious of the tan he gets, and he looks good. Yeah, like, he does. This nice glow. It looks like a nice glow. Nice healthy Again, glow. Again, Sunny, if you're listening, what sunscreen are you using or? Like, you know, skincare routine, please, uh, we'd love to know. Yeah, we've been asking for years. Still don't have an <laughs> answer. Next person with a new look is Lamelli, And you, you tweeted about this during the game, calling it Lamelli's blonde ambition. He looks good. It does, yeah. I was actually, I was wondering, like, like if we'd been told, hey, someone's gonna join the restart and unveil a new all-blonde look. And I'd, I'd, I'd feel like I'd think, what? No, please don't. That's so tacky. But he's pulling it off. He looks like, again, surprising. Exactly. If you just, it felt like a Mad Lib, you know, like blonde, Lamella. They're like, what? <laughs> but in practice, like, good job, Lamelli. Yeah. Good, good. I, I call out his stylist because it's a nice kind of blonde. It doesn't look cheap. It does not. Because sometimes when you peroxide it, it looks kind of tax, tacky. But he, he pulls it off. I think it's, it, it goes with his like, bad boy look. It so does. I, it I does. appreciate it. And it looks well cared for. I guess when you go blonde from exactly. darker hair, your hair can start to look fried. And then it starts to have that Wallis kind of texture. Yes. What, what's, like, what do you call Wallis? Like some kind A of... A broom? Yeah, yeah. Like broom-like texture. Yeah. But you, obviously his stylist has taken care of his texture. And it looks really Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, it, just, it still looks quite soft. So good good job to his stylist. Yeah. Uh, another person with a new look. I mentioned earlier that no one look, no one came out of lockdown looking like they came from lockdown. But I guess one exception might be Gazanese. <laughs> <laughs> There's a photo shared on Spurs' Instagram of him making a save and his hair looks kind of lion-like and wild. Yeah, I mean, he's still, I'm sure if the, if the Spurs had to vote on who the most handsome is post-lockdown, they would still vote him because, again... The bone structure is there. Mm -hmm. You can't deny the face. But I think part of the entire look is the hair. And I'm not yet, I don't think it's grown on me yet. Gaza, if you're out there, maybe have a chat with like Lamelli's stylist because clearly he knows what he's doing. I don't expect you to go blonde, but he may have some thoughts. He, he might, yes. Oh, okay. Moving on to the last one on this list. So it seems if you follow Tottenham on Instagram, you're going to notice that there's one player who they seem to be like pushing a lot and sharing a lot of photos of. And this player is Gio. So we've noticed that he's yeah. looking different. Something has changed. Something, I, I don't know what it is. 
he's come out of the Tottenham machine and looks like a proper Tottenham boy now. Like when we first acquired, when he first transferred into the team, I was like, oh, potential. You know what I mean? It's like clay that has yet to be molded. And now he just looks like he has been with the team forever because he looks really good. Yeah, like... Like in a wholesome, cute way. Yeah, like I'm not sure what it is. Like, is it this new energy that you get from just hanging out with other peeps and you start to <laughs> become like <laughs> I don't know. We're thinking that it might be like, you know how when an established actor joins the Marvel universe and then he becomes like a Marvel superhero, you see the like the promo in the promo tour around the movie, they start to look a very specific way where their grooming is improved, their skin looks great, their hair looks a certain way, their styling, the styling of their clothes is kind of on Marvel brand. And they've yeah. just like become this certain look. And I feel like the same thing is happening to Geo with Spurs. No, I agree. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's budget. <laughs> I mean, there's clearly much more budget now. And like, in, if we were going to use that analogy of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Like clearly the machinery behind... Geo has now leveled up and like he looks great honestly all the photos like the smile he's like smilier now and I think he's just more comfortable in his skin too and feels like he's not the new guy anymore you know so I, I love it he's officially part of the Argentinian squad within the team and just part of the gang yeah. so welcome Geo again re-welcoming this new and like cuter hotter version of you I approve completely. We we look forward to many more social posts on you. Totally. And we're not alone, honestly. Like we just went through like four of the guys that have just looked great coming out of the restart, but we're not alone in thinking this. A, a Twitter account, THFC Lucas underscore a Twitter account on clearly a fan account, posted a photo post that says Tottenham Hotspur, the most attractive team in the Premier League, a thread. <laughs> <laughs> it's just basically a photo thread of every single player. And you know what? He's right. He I, is. We concur. I have no words. He brings the he, receipts but, totally. The, the receipts are here. It's clear to me that this was the correct team to choose when I was choosing a team to support. And uh, I, I, I concur. Harvey White Goat. Yeah, some of these photos are amazing. Like in the original post, there's a picture of Harry Winks in the rain. Just <laughs> like... <laughs> what harry winks in the rain we have hugo blue steel like Yuris. you know who's grown on me too benny boo ben davis after the restart yes a plus so you know what harvey white goat we agree please post more of these photo posts because i am all in thank you for agreeing with us <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> we're thinking was this news i guess it is to some people okay moving on to the mauricio minute so, okay, we're calling it the Mauricio Minute, but this is likely not going to just take a minute. <laughs> Let's be honest. So, there are two posts that we want to talk about. One is from Twitter. It's a post from Talking THFC, and it's a picture of Mauricio and his son. It says, 19-year-old Mauricio Pochettino has signed a new deal with Tottenham Hotspur with his current contract up on June 30th. And it's a photo of the two of them, father and son, and Poch is still wearing club merch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just any club merch that you can get from the fucking store. It's the merch that you would wear as part of the team when he was the coach. And it's just bringing so much memories. 
bag. I think it's the shirt that they use to travel to games in. It's exactly that. It's really sweet. So I guess from a manager, he's become like a stage dad. And he's still wearing the merch. The first comment is the best. Screw trophies, man. I just want Potch back. We feel you, whoever said that. Thanks. That is right. Um, Also, the second post (laughs) we want to talk about is from Instagram, which we would describe as 50% sweet and 50% tacky. It's a picture (laughs) from a Spurs fan account, and it's Potch posing with his new barbecue. What do you call this? Barbecue pit? Barbecue thing? Machine? And it's engraved. And if you're Mauricio Pochettino and you have an option to engrave your barbecue pit, what would you put on it? The answer is (laughs) your own name along with the words, he's magic, you know. You know what? Maybe he's referring to the barbecue as a magic, you know, grill. But we all know what it means, Mauricio. It's okay. Embrace the cheesiness. Embrace the dad humor. Uh, (laughs) Enjoy this grill. We expect pictures of asado with the Argentinians because we know we know you'll be doing that. I realize that we've assumed that he's done this himself. It could have been a gift. (laughs) I realize it could have been a gift that maybe he finds a little embarrassing. But the the giver of the gift may have been really proud to give this to him. Yeah. So let's pretend it was a gift just to save us from embarrassment, secondhand embarrassment. And he's just a good-natured guy who will pose with it looking really happy. <laughs> enjoy your grill. I guess more things to uh, enjoy. We got word, although this was hopefully not a short enjoyment, uh, that Jan Vertonghen and Mich- Michelle Form have extended their contracts to the end of the season. And as happy as I am to hear that, because obviously the season should have ended in May, that just means that they've extended their contracts till the end of July, I think, or until the end of the 2020 season. However, that does not mean that they have renewed for the next season. And honestly, this just feels like the goodbye or like the pre-announcement of the goodbye, which really breaks my heart. Because obviously, uh, I think there was a tweet lately that rehashed an old interview of Jan talking about his future and how he doesn't want to talk about it because it just adds to the speculation. Makes me sad, but I mean, glad to see him till the end of the season, even if he hasn't been starting in the first two games, him and Toby. But uh, obviously, we got to... Trust the plan that uh, Jose has and uh, hope and pray and beg and bargain with the universe that somehow we get you back for at least another season. Yes. Because come on, Jan, you're Tottenham through and through. Where are you going to go? Don't give me an answer. There's no correct answer but Tottenham. (laughs) The correct answer is stay. Exactly. So that's the sad news on Jan, but on to happier news. Jan has been fucking active on all socials. He is liking all, I mean, he's still liking all the protest tweets, which I love, but he's also sticking it to fellow teammates. <laughs> There's a video he posted on his Instagram, and he doesn't post often, as we know, of him nutmegging Aurier. And dude, the amount, uh, I mean, number one, yes, shit posting. I love it. <laughs> but also, Holy shit, every single verified account of every football player has come out to play. This is the most engagement I've ever seen on a football player's like account lately. It's amazing. Yeah. Everyone just came in and piled in on Ori, which I feel bad for him. Like first his uh, but... post is hilarious. Along with that video he said the caption is hilarious. He says, I'd like you to meet my son, <laughs> Sir Jory. <laughs> <laughs> He 
owned you, son. He owned and you. And then you scroll down um, and you see posts from everyone. It's like a... It's a who's who. Of, of blue checks in football. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Dembele was even clarifying what was Aurier trying to explain afterwards. Uh, because Aurier was, if you see the video... He was trying to, like, I guess, justify, like, what the hell was happening. <laughs> yeah. But it's just so interesting to see how everyone has come out to play. From the team, we've got comments from Deli, Lamelli, Lochels, ex-teammates, Kyle Walker. You have GK Kodu. You have Ryan Sassignon. You have Tom fellow Carroll players, from, like, how Miralia, many Tom ago? Carroll, exactly. Like, everybody came out to play, which makes me laugh so hard because... Jan, leave it to Jan to do a great shit post and get everybody talking on it. So, Jan, we don't want you to go. Please stay. Please stay. Also, I was wondering, okay, I'm sure part of the reason is that Jan is just a great guy and inspires engagement from other peeps. But I wonder if the other part that explains the engagement is that a lot of people just like making fun of Aurier. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could go both ways. Because we have like the next tweet that we want to talk about is a tweet from Last Word on Spurs. And it's a <laughs> video that I guess was taken pre-COVID. So yeah. it's a video taken from inside a car ride. And behind the wheel, I think is Sanshay. And the passenger side is Aurier. And in the back seat is Sissoko. And it's a really <laughs> short clip. And it's pretty much just Sanshay asking S- Serge Aurier, like, what do you think you'll be doing in 20 years? And Aurier says he's going to be managing. And then Sissoko pipes <laughs> up from the back seat and says, they would sack you after two months. <laughs> and then it's like maybe three seconds of laughing. <laughs> Honestly, like Jan started this shit talking on Aurier, and I love that we get this follow up. I feel for Serge, yes, I do, but also it's just funny. <laughs> it's just so funny to see like Sasoko, his bud, just lay it on him. He's a good sport about he it, is. though, so I think that's even better to make fun of someone who's a good sport about it. Well, I can't wait to see more of that, but I guess speaking of good sports, we have to wrap up our social media roundup. We have a really great, well-edited six-minute video from Men and Blazers. So an interview, so Raj interviewed Sunny, human son, on um, NBC Sports. And it's a really well-edited video because it covers so much in the span of six minutes from his amazing Burnley goal. And the fact that apparently, like, he was like, so did you think it was a great goal? And Sunny was just saying, no, you know, he just wanted to win for the team. And he said that after the game, he checked his phone and he said there were a hundred messages. And he was like, wow, I guess that goal was amazing. Which really drove home how I find like Sonny's humility. Like he's such a soldier. He's like, I went there to, you know, to win that three points for the, we, we did it as a team. We work hard and that's how we, and then afterwards, after the fact, like everyone's calling it like the goal of the season and all that. And Sonny was just like, uh, I was just doing my thing, you know, like there was no one and I guess it was there. Loved it. Loved that part. And just Loved like, it. I think they also touched a bit on his military service uh, during the break and how he was just like a normal guy hanging out with the, his fellow so- fellow South Korean soldiers. And it's just, again, drove home Sonny's likability and affability and just like every man characteristic even if he is not every man he's a fucking god in south korea and it ends with like where do you get this positivity and he goes uh he's just like a really like happy person and that he gets inspired by his family 
and, and you know, and all that. And he says that even when I'm sleeping, I'm smiling. And I'm like, Sunny, I would love to see that smile as you sleep. So, you know, <laughs> just letting you know, putting it out there, putting it out there into the world. Uh, yeah, we just yeah. want to watch you sleep, but not in a creepy way. We just want to watch it. Yeah, not in a creepy <laughs> way. Just, just, yeah. So there, I don't know if you saw that video, Acid, but... I did. I, I, oh, I, what a joy. And I thought we wouldn't be able to see it from, from the countries we're in because I think the show yeah. only airs in the US. So it was awesome that, that you found the that clip. And I, I yeah. love the video. You've talked about how he shows his humility and his positivity. There's one thing that I thought like really sums up also just how professional he is and how much he loves the fans. Raj asked him, like, do you notice the Korean flags when you're when you're playing and then he says that yeah and he wants to kind of do them justice like he knows that these fans have flown from across the world and he wants to like perform at his best and like I guess give the fans what they flew there for which I I super loved and it reminded me of like this interview I saw with Judy Dench saying that like (laughs) yeah they're, they're the same yeah Sun and Judy Dench where she says when she performs on stage, she doesn't want to show any nervousness. So she tries to get rid of the nervousness and just do the performance and deliver what people have come to see. So that, that attitude just kind of reminded me of, of Judy Dench. Give Sunny a knighthood. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dame Judy Dench, Sir yeah. Sunny, honestly. They, they know what their fans showed up to see and they will deliver. And deliver he did. So yeah. Ugh. I guess that takes us to our next delivery, (laughs) baby of the week. (laughs) We cannot end an episode without rounding out our favorite babies. And I guess this week, Acid, you want to take it away? Yeah. So lots of ultra cute babies this week. The first baby we want to talk about, it's actually a three-in-one baby post. If you count all children, no matter what age, as babies. (laughs) The first post is from Marine Larisse who is Hugo's wife, and she posted a Happy Father's Day photo, and it's a beautiful black and white photo of Hugo and their three kids walking. I guess this is their backyard, walking in their backyard. She says, the caption says, Happy Father's Day, three hearts to the best daddy in the world. Honestly, she is listening to us. It's a black and white photo. You you, you have to... You just gotta frame this, Maureen. If you don't have a photo wall by now filled with our recommendations, something is amiss. Yeah. So <laughs> And if you're putting together the photo wall and you need like an opinion on which photos to use and how to arrange, you know, just hit us up. We're on Twitter at Stalking Spurs. Let us know and we we'd be happy to give you our recommendations. Free of charge. This is just like fan service. We love you. We want to help you with that photo wall. We want you yeah. to have the best possible photo wall agree agree uh, speaking of photo walls mary lou sidibe who is also known as uh, musa sissoko's girlfriend posted on the 22nd of june and i just google translated this because i don't speak french but she goes happy birthday daddy because it's bon fête and i'm like wait is it sissoko's birthday no one greeted him on spurs I check wiki, his birthday's in August. So I'm not sure, maybe it meant like Bonfet Daddy, like Happy Father's Day. Mm. I don't know. Maybe they have another way of doing it, but it's a photo slideshow. Uh, so it's a multi-photo post on her Instagram of just Sissoko being the best dad ever to their adorable daughter, Lily. So it's just Sissoko and Lily just 
being adorable together from playing together to eating together to like you know she's gonna be a football star it's just it's adorable she is so cute i can't wait to see more of lily sissoko thank you again uh, mary mary lou for your service because god knows sissoko ain't gonna do this for us so <laughs> thank you the, thank you to you the video of of them in the I guess backyard kicking a yeah. ball around is really really sweet. I like how she's kind of just kicking the ball a little bit forward and a little bit forward, and then she she celebrates like she goes yay or something, and then she just keeps going. And then after a few kicks, she'll celebrate again yay. She knows the important parts of football, yes. and I appreciate the that. kicking and the celebrating. There you go. All you need. <laughs> Future football player right there. Okay, so this brings us to the third entry for Baby of the Week. Again, it is a multi-entry in a single post. This post comes from Lucas Mora's wife, and it's a photo of their two sons in the cutest onesies. Like, I want to wear these onesies. They're like gray and have colorful whales and turtles on them. It's really, really sweet. The post is not in English, but thankfully we both speak Brazilian. <laughs> Yeah, we all do. <laughs> um, and because we just know how to read it, we'll translate it for you now, dear okay, listeners. Go, go. Yes, the go translation ahead. is, today is Valentine's Day, and that is the answer to the best yes I have ever given. With a simple yes, our family came through. It's long, yeah, it is. and it's a bit cheesy. <laughs> but takeaway but... is, she is blessed. Yeah. I also, maybe Valentine's Day in Brazil is June 12th. I don't know. Or maybe that's their wedding maybe anniversary. Their anniversary. I also don't know. So many questions, but the answers are the cute kids. So you know what? I'm all for it. Adorable. Yeah, it's cute. Um, Let us know where you bought your onesies. Let us exactly. know if they some... come in much larger sizes. <laughs> we also got some nephews. We could we could we could get get some for them. I guess this leads us to our winner of this week, baby of the week. We go to the Alderviral household. Uh, we have another multi-photo post on Instagram. Toby has so kindly graced us with a color-coordinated day out uh, of the family. Uh, they're all wearing nice pale shades of yellow. And it's basically Toby, Ayla, Shaney, and Jace in a zoo. Also, so number one, let me just get it out of the way. I don't know where the hell they are, but no one is wearing a mask. So that scares me a bit. But they're all adorable. Ayla is in a really cute, like, yellow-ish tutu skirt. And she just looks so great yeah. in it. And it's the same yellow like, as her dad's shirt, which is really sweet. Of course. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't she? And there's a photo of her with her mom, and they're feeding a camel, a banana? Or at least it looks like a camel. Maybe it's a giraffe. I don't know, but the next stool, though, so it has to be a camel. She just looks like she's enjoying herself. And then, of course, there's baby Jace showing us more of his face and more of his personality. He still is in that phase where he looks like an old man, so that hasn't grown into his body yet. So I'm excited to see him in a, as a full-fledged like toddler, because that's when Ayla really came into her own. But Ayla, congratulations, Congrats. Casa Alderviral, because once again, you've won our hearts. Congrats, Ayla. And I guess that's it for us this episode. Thanks again to Toby for joining us. Uh, thanks, Acid. I, I can't believe we... Have reached 20 episodes, honestly. Yeah, thanks, Patty, and <laughs> happy 20th episode. <laughs> yeah, and, and who knows? Like, maybe like next season we'll have even more. Uh, but we want to thank everyone for sticking around these past 20 
We would love to hear from you what you've enjoyed, what you haven't, what you want to hear more about. We always want to hear from you guys. So um, you can follow us on Twitter at Stalking Spurs, and we will be sure to get back to you over there. Yeah, we'll we'll catch you guys next time. We've got a lot of games ahead of us, and we do, yep. excited to talk to you all about it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Come, Come on, on Spurs. Spurs.